Hey, everybody, I'm Hal, and I just want to tell you, sometimes I get a chance to sit and listen to these podcasts being recorded with August, and I have to tell you, sometimes I walk away going, OMG, it is crazy stuff that's going on out there. There is so much wackadoodle information out there about EMFs, and I know that you know what I'm talking about. It's electromagnetic fields that come from all of our digital devices. It's what makes them communicate with other digital devices, but people are afraid of EMFs, and people are taking advantage of that. They're making up these claims and these products. It's just nuts. Right. Well, you know, I'm a former investigative journalist, and that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to bring articles to Tech Wellness that address this. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been without its difficulties. I've been... Controversies. Yes. You've received a few letters. A couple times. You've you've received a few letters. Yes, I have. You've won every time. That's right. But it's truth. Because it's truth. Truth wins. That's why I did this podcast today with Ken Schwartz, who is the founder and CEO of Shop C60. C60, what is that, you ask? It's an antioxidant, and you're going to learn a lot about it in the next hour. But we found out that it's tied into one of the biggest scams, in my mind, the biggest EMF scams on the planet, and it's called Shungite. I know. What is Shungite? Well, Shungite is basically coal. It's... uh, Actually, you'll hear from Ken what the Russian government actually tells its citizens about what to do with Shanghai. Mm -hmm. And also, it's something I think that's just mysterious. And it it might have another level of something going on that we can't see or smell or touch. But for sure, for sure, putting a cube of it in the center of the room is not going to protect you from electromagnetic fields. And neither... Honestly, I have to tell you guys, crystals, they're they are right there too. A harmonizer in a green globe that lights up that you put in the middle of the room, same thing. Yep. And it's really disturbing that people spend so much money on these things thinking that they're going to be protected from EMF. You know, I, I get this one email that I subscribe to from a harmonizer company, a harmonizer for EMF, and, and their subject lines drive me nuts. Today, the subject line was, this harmonizer will shield EMF from your phone. It's just not true. Yeah. So people are thinking, I probably need to shield myself from EMF because everybody's out there saying it's dangerous, that it can cause DNA damage. So I'll just buy one of these things. Okay. Here's a great experiment. Go on Amazon, because I know you do every day, but go on Amazon and search the word shungite. There are so many results and it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Buy the piece of coal like we do, which came in a black (laughs) velvet and with a little certificate of authenticity. And it's very cute. I don't know what we'll do with it. I don't know if we can set it on fire. Well, what we did, we did the test. that are the same tests that the person who sells it does where he puts it on a phone and the phone drains, shuts off and wait until you see what happens. It is the funniest test we've ever done. It's really fun. But the point is, so I was at a conference and Ken Schwartz, founder of Shop C60 was there Mm -hmm. and I kept avoiding his table because I'd heard about C60. In fact, that's Shungite, right? That's the Fullerene company. Actually, it's not. And he's going to explain the difference for everyone who's heard the great things about C60, who's heard about fullerenes. He's going to come on and he's going to tell us exactly what's what. And it's going to be so beneficial for everyone who's ever thought about using Shungite to protect themselves from EMF. Like many things on the internet, this started with a little kernel of truth. There was a Nobel Prize awarded for the discovery of fullerenes, it's an important carbon atom. It's shaped like a soccer ball, and it's very important. And that's C60 is full is a fullerene. But guess what? The YouTube video that was so popular about mm. it said this woman who, man, I would have believed her had I not known the truth, said this is why Shungite is so amazing. It has won a Nobel Prize, which was completely so not false. true. Oh my god, completely gosh. untrue. So we've got a video coming up about this, but meanwhile, you need to listen to Ken. Hey there, welcome to Thriving with Technology, the science-led podcast that's here to help you achieve mindful living in a digital world. And I'm your host, I'm Marcus Bryce from TechWellness.com. This show is designed to give you a practical approach on how to navigate the important tech toxins in our world. We have real-life stories, experiences, and non-fear-based facts about cybersecurity and EMFs, your online privacy, internet overuse, what leads to addiction, blue light, oh, and so much more. So thank you. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show.
Hi, everybody, and hi, Ken Swartz. We're with Ken Swartz today, who is the founder and creator of Shop C60. And after this podcast, I think you're going to know why you do want to shop C60. How are you doing today, Ken? Doing great. Glad that you're here. In my field, I talk about being well with technology. And so much of being well with technology is avoiding EMF, specifically wireless electromagnetic fields, because we know lots of research, cell dysregulation. We know that eventually too much exposure can lead to things like cancer and infertility. So it's really important. And we know that we hear a lot about shungite. We hear a lot about C60. We hear a lot about carbon and fullerenes. So I want you to break that all down for us today. So we're going to get to all those things eventually. But first, can you give us a recap of just what C60 is and how you found it and why you're packaging it and why it's good for me to take it? Okay, C60 is a molecule of 60 carbon atoms that is shaped exactly like a little soccer ball. Basically, I was working on the metal oxygen fusion reactor project. That's a mouthful. Yeah, there's a late doctor this and the dead professor that that had also worked on that technology. So I went out looking for another radiation protectant because I didn't want it myself or my crew to uh, obviously be in that category. So you were doing some fusion research and you wanted to protect yourself and your staff from radiation. Yes, because a fusion, you know, makes us pretty powerful, uh, in our case, x-ray, high energy x-rays. And so I went out, I researched the stuff. I started, found the stuff called carbon-60. Its scientific name is Buckminster Fullerene. And they basically gave one set of rats got C60, the other set didn't, that's the control group. They hit them with a multiple dose of fatal radiation. All the C60 rats live, whereas the control group that didn't get it died. When I learned about that, I said, hey, that's the stuff for me. So I got a couple sources of that for myself and my crew. And so we, uh, we, we were all still around, by the way. Project was successful. I kept using it because I you know, had more energy. The afternoon blogs you get sometimes after you eat lunch went away. And uh, about, about seven months after I started using it, I went into my optometrist, the eye doctor. He found that my drews or dry macular degeneration had completely disappeared. Macular degeneration, that's super serious and typically not curable, right? That's right. Uh, I had had it for years and it was slowly progressing. And, you know, and I'd done whatever this and that to kind of, well, to do the best to keep it slowing, but it was still progressing, right? So I was worried about like losing my vision. Now it was gone completely. And he was really surprised because he'd never seen that happen before. And that's not just a one-off, but by an electrical engineer, Gary Rodriguez had developed wet macular degeneration, severe wet macular degeneration. He had like, we used to be able to post the before and after pictures. He had like all kinds of heinous lesions on the inside of his eyeball. After one year of using a tablespoon of C60 and MCT oil, his wet macular degeneration also completely disappeared. Are we going to see scientific research about this? Oh, someday, I'm sure. Okay, that, that'd be amazing because... You know, one of the fallouts of using our screen so much is we're seeing such an increased level of macular degeneration, even with kids. And it might be, you know, the pulsating light. It also might be the fact that we're doing all this near work because we're on screen so much. You know, it could be in combination with the EMF radiation that we're getting from our devices. So anyway, that would be amazing if there is something that actually could prevent that or help us prevent that. Uh, the little bit about the C60 molecule, it was discovered in 1986, solved an outstanding mystery in astronomy. But uh, the, the people that got the Nobel Prize in 1996 to discover it, Harry Croteau, Richard Smalley, and Robert Curl, and because uh, it's kind of like unique in nature, like it's a spherical carbon molecule, a little hollow inside. There's really nothing like it in nature. And so they got the Nobel Prize. And it wasn't until the early 2000s that there was enough of it around. They found ways of manufacturing it that uh, they could test it. And one of the famous Botry study, which was one of the very first test studies, it basically doubled the lifespan of test animals. Th that's the study that you had found? Yes, that's the study. One of the studies. And in the radiation study, in the mouse study, yeah, by the time I was doing this, I was doing this in like 2010, 2011. By then, there's been lots of studies. So, so I got to see all those different studies and the radiation study was one of those. Okay. And so then you took your knowledge as a scientist, a physicist, and created your own? Yeah, basically, I've, I made my own uh, thing. One of the things, everybody out there was selling it in extra virgin olive oil, and I have a kind of sensitive digestive system. So if I took a bunch of extra virgin olive oil, I'd probably have to go visit the bathroom which is kind of defeating the purpose of taking it. And also I found out uh, a couple, one of the, the suppliers that I got it from was actually defrauding me 
and really didn't have an EC60 in his product. So at that point, you know, this is really important to me. I need to make sure I have a quality product. And so I went out and learned how to make C60 preparations for myself. And like, for instance, for Gary Rodriguez, he was my electrical chair. I made C60 and MCT coconut oil. And one of the things is people may know that MCT stands for medium chain triglycerides. And your liver can take those medium chain triglycerides and turn them into ketones, which your cells can use as a fuel. So if you have a glucose processing issue, he had like type 2 diabetes, right? With ketones, you can use it as a flex fuel for your body. So if your body can't get, if your cells can't get glucose, they can certainly run off ketones. So that's why I put it in that. And for me, because I had such a, a sensitive digestive system, I put mine in avocado oil, which is a super easily digested oil. And so I kind of just started making uh, stuff for family and friends and myself, and one thing led to the other. Okay, so how do you have a lab and how do you have the knowledge that you can just make it? So I went out and researched. That's what scientists do. We went out and researched. I learned how it was made. I studied different things and uh, I found a good supply. Let's start from the beginning. You found a supply and we've heard mainly from the people who are selling Shungite that C60 is a carbon, that Shungite is a carbon. So did you find the supply from carbon? Or No, I, I have a, uh, I, I get sublimated C60 because I had heard Shungite had C60. And I said, wow, what a great idea. I could just like take C60 out of Shungite. And so I went and bought a bunch of Shungite, powderized it. I did testing a bunch of different ways, right? Every way I could. And I could not find any C60 in Shungite. How many samples did you look through? I probably did a, a half a dozen and I did a bunch of different ways of extracting it. And I did the research and the research says there's really no C60 in Shungite. And I confirmed that with my own research. I would tend to agree with you. I saw the geologist's research that found it. They went to 12 different mines and they found it in three. And then three of the mines that they found it in, it was very few and far between. There is research that say that, yeah, that that's what Shungite is. Oh, no. Shungite is uh, 2.9 billion years ago, a big old asteroid had hit the Earth. And that crater filled up with water and algae grew in the water. And then the algae, when it died, it sank to the bottom of the water and just built up a layer. And so basically, Shungite is nothing but algae coal. And if there was an EC60 in there, you know, meteoritic impacts make it. There might be a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. You know, then afterwards, you know, sediments got on top of it and it got crunched for billions of years under the ground. It was cooked. And finally, you know, their earth raised and eroded away. And now that that coal deposit, that algae coal deposit was exposed. But there's no available uh, C60 in Shungite. Are there fullerenes in Shungite? No, not that I can tell. I, I did all of my research and I could not, I could not determine, I could not find in even a trace, even a tiny trace. Like, for instance, in the burnt wick of your candle, there's about 0.25% C60. Like in a lot of charcoal, there's maybe 0.1% C60. As far as Shungite is concerned, it's just, if, if there's any there, it's just in the significant amounts. When I first saw you at a conference, I saw the C60 booth and I avoided it because personally, I don't really find any relief from Shungite. And I had heard that Shungite had fullerenes and C60 in it. So I thought, eh, I'm not going to go over there. But what you're saying is Shungite doesn't have fullerenes and Shungite doesn't have C60. No, Shungite's basically just pulverized coal, if you, if you use the powder version, or it's just a piece of algae coal. I mean, it's 2.9 billion years and it's an interesting geological uh, phenomena, but as far as, uh, as far as C60 or any, any fullerenes, there's none in Shungite. It's mostly carbon. Uh, it's like coal is and you ground it. But the, one of the things is the Russian government actually tells people not to ingest shungite because carbon, you know, that's kind of like, it's kind of like sort of bit like activated carbon. And so it acts like a filter and coal. That's why they have scrubbers on coal, because coal over time, fluids have moved through that coal for billions of years. And you get deposits of heavy metals such as vanadium and sometimes chromium, mercury, uranium. So all of these, a lot of these heavy metals that can become, uh, that turn into hydroxide that become, uh, you know, dissolvable in water will, when they're going through coal, get stuck in that coal. Arsenic's another one sometimes. That's why you have to have scrubbers on your coal plants because they don't spew all those heavy metals out into the environment. So interesting. There's two writers. Uh, one name is Valerie Burke, another Regina Martino. And they talk a lot about the power of using Shungite as you put the rocks in the water, then you drink the water. 
just for overall antioxidation benefits. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if it's not dissolving in the water, I'm not sure how it can change that. It might have uh, homeopathic abilities in some way, but I wouldn't know. I couldn't tell you how that could be. But you just said don't drink it. Yeah, well, you don't want to drink the powderized. You want to consume the powderized stuff. There actually, because a lot of people powderize shungite into water and turn it into like this black gooey water, and then they drink it. Problem is, you've got heavy metals in the water, and the Russian government says, please don't do that. The Russian, you know, they use actually, they, they use shungite. They grind it up really fine in Russia and they use it for the printers. So if you're in Russia and you're using a printer, black and white printer in your machine, probably the cartridge that sticks in there is made out of powderized shungite. That's one of its uses. But uh, as far as consuming for human consumption, really shungite's probably what something you shouldn't be using. I do want you to know that there are two mechanisms that are reported in the shungite literature from people who sell shungite. One is the antioxidant mechanism of ingesting the shungite. Another is the bioenergetic capability of shungite to actually balance the negative energy that comes from EMF and affects our body in a bioenergetic way because of the property of the stone. They say that it's better than any other crystal for neutralizing negative energy. Ingesting it, first off, because it's, it's like activated charcoal. It's not going to go through your gut blood barrier. So it's just going to go right through you. So, and, and, and in the case of it's powderized, it could act as activated charcoal, which has some benefit in absorbing toxins and things. Of course, you wouldn't want to take it all the time because it can absorb things like, like the calcium and zinc and other metals that you need in your body. So, it, I mean, it can act as an activated charcoal. That's about it. And it really won't have much antioxidant effects. Uh, certainly not in your body, maybe in your gut, there might be some as an activated charcoal. It's going to absorb everything and uh, then take it out of you. But say it won't pass the gut barrier and get into your body. So it really has its, its effects would be totally limited there. And as far as uh, neutralizing like negative energies, I'm not really sure how good that is. I mean, if you really want to block electromagnetic radiation, there is clothing that you could buy that has, you know, therity cage type structure. The Shungite science, quote unquote, science literature says that the torsion effect of electromagnetic fields is to spin backward. You started talking about spinning. You started spinning up and spinning backwards. You could spin them either way, just by the way you orient the field. Okay, well, this is what they say, that EMF spins it backward, Shungite comes in and changes the spin. No, I wouldn't agree with that because you, could, you can use electromagnetism to spin it one way, which is good, or you can use electromagnetism to spin it the other way, which is bad. So it's really just the, the spin that you, you want to use. You know, why is electromagnetic radiation causing damage to people? The main thing is they found like with the 5G that's coming out, what it is is like for our cells, you know, they used to say, oh, it doesn't heat you up so much, so it can't be causing damage. But now they found that like that frequencies, certain frequencies will jam open the voltage gated channels in your cells. And that lets in like calcium and potassium and sodium, which are charged, you know, which have an ionic charge. And so things will leak in and leak out that shouldn't, and that causes damage. The other thing is if you have too much electromagnetic radiation is, is proteins have to fold to be useful. They're made and then they have to fold like origami. Yeah. And then once they're folded, then they're important. If you have too much radiation, it will prevent the full correct folding. And now you have a damaged protein. Okay. So the damage that you talk about, I agree. And what happens is it's the data that we put on the carrier wave that's polarizing the wave that in turn is causing the damage that you speak about. And so that damage happens inside of our bodies, which is why something, and we're gonna hear more about C60, what it can do for us, what the different various supplements that you offer of it can do. But the point of the fact that we do have damage and that Shungite comes along and says, wait, I can stop that damage just by putting a rock in the room. I don't think so. It, you know, because some guy can't get in your body, how's it going to prevent the damage? Uh, it's just, it just, there just isn't any, any basis for that that I can see. It's a popular myth, like monoatomic gold and other things. These are popular myths, urban legends, but I can't really, I mean, if you, where is the really, there isn't really any data to support that other than people's, you know, assertions that it is so. But uh, I just don't see it. And I've, I've researched this stuff and I just don't see it. I mean, what I do, the research as a scientist, I, you know, I do experiments. I have to get real results. And the same with other people that do their research and publish it. I mean, it goes through various review processes. 
and they say, oh, this did this and, and here's the evidence. But, you know, people just make these claims, but they don't back it up by real evidence. And so, you know, people, anybody can say that, but it, it doesn't mean it's real. But as far as blocking EMF, we know Shanghai can't do that unless there's a whole wall of it, I would say. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it would it physically it probably see enough of it, it would block it, right? But having just a rock in the room, I just don't see any way that that would uh, be a beneficial. We know that fabrics, certain fabrics that are built will block EMF radiation and we can, you can get a little meter and you can see it. When you take that meter and you go in there, say, look here, here, there's lots of radiation here. I'm inside my little tent that you have and there is no EM radiation. The canopy, yeah. And uh, there, that's real scientific evidence and you can see it right in your hand. So tell me about the real scientific evidence with C60. Oh, okay. Well, the first thing, of course, I told you the Botry study, it basically increased animal lifespan by 90%. It uh, probably would have been a little bit more, but uh, because it doubled the lifespan or nearly doubled the lifespan of test the test animals, the rats in the case, the, they'll see where they first they had three sets of rats, controls, the ones that got olive oil, the ones that got olive oil with C60 in it. And after the controls all died, they stopped giving olive oil and C60 to all the other rats. And then all the rats that had olive oil, they died. And then the C60 rats that kept living, and li even though they weren't getting any more C60, they would stop giving and they kept going and going and going. In fact, it was, it was like five and a half years and uh, the last few C60 rats had terrible accidents so they could publish the paper. So, so we don't know actually how long those rats would have lived. And if they had been getting C60 during the whole time, because after the last control rats dying, they stopped giving it. I love a good peer-reviewed study. And so I will absolutely put that study in the notes. And I'm also going to put the study of shungite and rats that did not fare as well as you're talking about here. But I think people confuse that study with the C60 study. Yeah, I think that's part of what they do. They want to associate shungite with C60 and then say, look, shungite's good for you when in fact there's no C60 in shungite. It's, it's a, what can you say about that? That's a little bit unethical. But, uh, yeah, but that's not the only study. I mean, they did a study with mice and it basically extended their lifespan and completely prevented cognitive decline in those mice. So, so that's which those mice actually have problems with cognitive decline. That's what they, they pick them. So that's what we do with test animals. And like the ones with the, uh, the Botry study, they use Wister rats, which usually die of cancers and other diseases associated with aging early in their lives. None of that happened. No cancers or anything else. They just live long, super healthy rat lives till they hit their expiration date. And do we know why? What's happening? Oh, yeah. C60 is an incredible antioxidant. And that's what it is. And what it is is C60 really only is an antioxidant against two oxidative radicals. One is superoxide. Oh, by the way, what is oxidative radicals? What is oxidative damage? It's your body rusting, right? You get up in the morning and your joints feel kind of sore. That's because they're rusting, right? You're like the tin man. And especially, of course, when you work out a lot, Especially, you know, your mitochondria, are little organelles inside your cells, and they produce ATP, the energy molecule for your cell, and a lot of other things. But when you're exercising a lot, they produce superoxide, which is the most damaging oxidative radical in the body. And C60 is an SOD, which is superoxide disputase, catalase mimic, and C60 neutralizes superoxide. And it also neutralizes the hydroxyl ion, which is the, uh, the number one oxidative radical created by uh, radiation. And that's the only two oxidative radicals C60 neutralizes. And how does it neutralize it? Well, if you look really closely here on a little molecule, you can see these little white things on the inside. C60 is unique among molecules in that it likes to have a positive charge. But instead of releasing an electron into the environment, it actually pulls hydrogen ions, positively charged hydrogen ions, into the inside of its cage-like structure, up to six of them. And superoxide, which has a there's an extra electron on it, electrons are negatively charged. So it's negatively charged pretty strongly, and C60 is positively charged. You know, negative and positive get together. So the, the superoxide will, is drawn and will stick to the C60 molecule. The C60 molecule takes the electron away from the superoxide, gives it to one of the hydrogen ions, and turns it into hydrogen gas, which is another good thing for you. Then the oxygen just goes back to a regular oxygen back into the Krebs cycle. And then the same thing with the hydroxyl ion. The hydroxyl ion is basically a water molecule missing a proton. So it has that extra electron. It's negatively charged. It sticks to the C60 molecule. The C60 molecule releases one of these hydrogen ions, turns the hydroxyl ion back into water, which is, well, it's water, right? And, and then the C60 molecule will pull more hydrogen ions out of the environment, resetting itself. So C60 can reset itself thousands, hundreds of thousands of times, you know, many times a second. And uh, that's why it's characterized as one of the most powerful antioxidants. That is 
fascinating. Thank you for explaining that. So it neutralizes it or it changes its chemical composition? Yeah, just it just gives it releases those hydrogen ions. Either takes the electron and turns it and makes a hydrogen gas or releases the hydrogen ion and neutrons it back into water. But what's really important is see, C60 doesn't interfere with any of the body's signaling molecules. There's a lot of what we call oxidative radicals that your body uses as signaling molecules. One is nitrogen oxide that dilates or contracts your capillaries. That's super important, especially for you guys as you get older. That's important there. And, uh, and another is hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide is used as a signaling molecule. And there's a bunch of others based around sulfur, iron, and zinc, like they're in the center. And the problem is, is like uh, they've done studies, like if you take too much vitamin C and vitamin E, they've done studies, and dozens and dozens of studies, by the way. And they found that uh, you can't take these, these vitamins to a certain extent to increase athletic performance. Because if you take too much vitamin C or vitamin E, it actually, they start actually interacting with those uh, signaling molecules that your body has. And now you have negative effects. C60 is the only antioxidant you can take that will increase athletic performance. Like you said, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of studies showing how vitamin C works. We know it's a chelator. We know that it's a great antioxidant. And there are lots of studies because we've been using it for so long. Will we in the future possibly see studies of negative effects of the C60, of taking too much of it? Well, they did that because they, you know, they, usually uh, when you take C60, it's, uh, in the animal studies, it's about 0.1 milligrams per kilogram of body weight or you know, 0.2 milligrams per kilograms, which is you know, pretty low. So they actually did a study at what effect. Finally, they said, what effect does C60 have an effect? So what they did is they gave rats one gram per kilogram of body weight. That's 10,000 times what a health beneficial dose was. And even at that extreme level, it had no negative effects. And uh, whereas if you did that with vitamin E, you probably would have killed the animal. Or even vitamin C would have made it really sick. You know, vitamin C and vitamin E, these are critical. And vitamin D, they're critical, important things for your body at a certain level. But if they become above, it becomes toxic to your body. But uh, C60 doesn't have that because C60 only interacts with superoxide and the hydroxyl ion it's uh, and it doesn't interfere with any of the body's signaling molecules above a certain amount. It just doesn't have any effect. You're not going to get any more benefit from taking like humongous amounts of C60, but you're not going to have negative effects. So I know you've explained it's an antioxidant for two specific receptors. Is that what you call those? Oxidative radicals, the two most damaging oxidating radicals. And they're so damaging, the body doesn't use them as signaling molecules. So that's the key. What does that mean to me on a day-to-day level with my health? What will I feel? What will happen? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to get more energy, more mental clarity, because what's happening? As you get older, your body produces less antioxidants, especially SOD and catalase. And those are the super key ones for your mitochondria, the little organelles in your cells that make the energy. So as, you're, as you get older, you're making less and less of those. And so your mitochondria, they also have their own DNA, so they self-regulate. So they just turn down their production levels. So now you've got less ATP, which is the energy molecule for your cell. There's like 95% of all the act of metabolic activity in your cell is due to ATP. So your energy levels drop. And also things like pregnenolone are produced by the mitochondria. So, And the pregnenolone is the precursor molecule for all your hormones. So all your hormones drop. And also mitochondria make the precursors for RNA and DNA chemistry, which is super critical, obviously. And so your product, your ability to repair and and uh, DNA and your ability to make RNA, which makes proteins, goes down as well, just as we age, just gradually. Now, there's the four big antioxidants that really work with the mitochondria and some of the key things in your body. No, no, I want to stop. I want to go back. I want to go back just and talk about C60. Uh, because what I heard was of all of the negative effects that these two oxidative radicals have on our bodies. I heard that. But then what does C60 come in and do by absorbing those? Oh, well, it just, it just converts them back to oxygen water so they don't do the damage. Because what are those things doing? They're punching holes in your cell walls. So theoretically, our bodies will produce more pregnenolone naturally. When you have C60, actually it happens. Because one, one of the side effects that people do is, uh, in fact, that's the, uh, one of the counterindications as well. Because when you take C60, it restores all the glands that produce the hormones. They start increasing. So you'll get melatonin. You get more TH and T3 and T4 out of your thyroid. You're going to get more human growth hormone out of the pituitary hypothalamus complex. 
And you're going to get a lot of where what's producing the adrenals. Now, one of the things that's producing the adrenals is the uh, is the androgens, this testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. And so like if everybody takes C60, it's a big increase in their libido. And this is why this makes sense. This is so if, if the rats lived practically forever, obviously it was because their hormones were operating at an ageless level. Yeah, so much a much better one. Yes, and, and also, but there is one the one thing you do, if you're taking a blood thinner, you need to consult with your doctor before taking C60 because one of the things C60 does, those adrenals do, is they make mineral corticoids and that's regulating your blood thickness. Now, when you take C60, the underlying condition causing your blood to be, quote, thick, the lack of proper mineral corticoids goes away. Now you're getting those mineral corticoids. So if you're taking a blood thinner, now your blood could be too thin. Well, couldn't you say the same for all, for everything? I take pregnant lunch or I take bioidenticals. I feel great. So I probably will be needing less. Well, yes, you will be needing less. Like we have typical, this is typical. We have, we had a 70 year old guy. He's, uh, you know, he goes to his doctor, his testosterone levels like a 350, which is kind of low for him. So the doctor gives him creams. And he's been taking them. He's been doing this for a while. And his testosterone levels are in the low 700s, which is decent for a 70-year-old guy. He takes C60, and then he goes a couple months later, goes in to get testing, and is now his testosterone level is 1,200. So his doctor takes it off the creams. So yes, but this, so that's, uh, yeah, you probably will be needing to take less of those. But uh, the one thing to say is test, don't guess. I would agree with that. Test, don't guess. So you said that, we could take an unlimited amount of C60 and not have negative effects, but obviously we should start slow and see see how it synthesizes in our bodies, see how our bodies react. Yeah, well, C60 costs more by weight than gold. So you don't want to take more. And really, basically for most people, even me, you don't really need more than a tablespoon a day. On our website, like if you're in your, let's say if you're midweight and you're, you know, 130, you know, 110 to like 160, right? And you're in your 30s, you probably only need a teaspoon a day. Because, you know, your body's producing the sufficient antioxidant needs and it only needs a little bit of help. Like if you're that same weight area and you're, you know, in your 60s or 70s, you're going to need a tablespoon a day because you're, as you get older, your body's producing less of these antioxidants, particularly SOD and catalase, which C60 replaces. And so you just need to, uh, you need to take more. We actually, on our website, we have a little age and weight calculator. And so you can figure out how much you should be taking. You know, it's so interesting, Ken, I talk a lot about how I have to restore and fortify my body to stand against the amazing amount of EMF wireless radiation that's in our environment. And so I have a completely EMF-free environment that I live in, but of course I go outside and everything's different. This would be one of the tools that I would use as well as grounding and exercising and eating good organic food. You know, this would be part of my toolkit. And what it would do is just help me avoid those two major, what did you call it? Oxidative radicals. No, but what were their specific names? Uh, superoxide and the hydroxyl ion. And those are the two most damaging, and they're the things that could produce. Because one of those things, like when the 5G jams open your voltage-gated channels, calcium can leak into your cells, and it's highly reactive, and it can cause superoxide. So if you've got uh, C60 in there, it's going to neutralize that superoxide before it causes damage. You know, C60 doesn't treat, prevent, or cure disease. What it does, it lifts the oxidative burden your cells are under so your own cells can heal yourself because that's really where all good health, healthy cells leads to good health. Yeah, healthy cells lead to good health. And so I had injury uh, when I was younger, a really bad car accident that resulted in lots of other surgeries and, you know, all the bad things I had to take just to survive. And so, of course, I did damage to my cells. But since our cells turn over every six months, I should be feeling great by now. However, our cells reproduce in the manner of which they were already produced. So there's a little bit of, you know, memory in that DNA as they reproduce. So if we can slowly change the way our cells work, then my cells could regenerate and I could actually hopefully maybe have less electromagnetic sensitivity than I have. But one of the things that C60 has been found is it increases stem cell production significantly. It was actually discovered uh, initially accidentally. They had, uh, they knew C60 reduced inflammation. It was a very common, like the first studies, like the first human studies, they basically, they, there was a cream in Japan, they made a C60 cream and they found that that C60 cream reduced uh, fine lines and wrinkles in Japanese women. And then they found, they had another thing applied topically to the 
the hair they found that increased uh, hair growth and brought back hair growth and, and hair loss that was not associated with male pattern baldness. Sorry, guys. That's a genetic thing. And so those are two. Well, what from that, they also did know about the inflammation, anti-inflammatory effects. So they did a study where they actually injected, they first they gave rabbits arthritis in their joints. I know that's kind of mean, but that's what they do in science. And then they injected C60 into those joints and and not, and not to a surprise, it re significantly reduced the inflammation of that arthritis. But when they looked at the rabbits later, they found that C60, the C60 had actually, re the cartilage had regrown in those joints. And then with a little bit of research otherwise, that's they found that C60 increases stem cells. Do you think that this all goes back to the oxidative radicals and that they're actually preventing healthy stem cell reproduction? Yeah, well, what, what they found is it's basically that... Uh, you know, when your mitochondria, like when you get senescent cells, they've got damaged DNA. And, and what it is, is they, you know, usually there's a thing called apoptosis, programmed cell death, where they wipe out senescent cells, zombie cells. Well, sometimes that doesn't happen. That's what cancer is, a lot of other problems. And so we build these senescent cells up. But what senescent cells is, to prevent their death, they go into the fermentation process. Most of us, we burn oxygen in the Krebs cycle. That's 20 times as efficient as fermentation. Fermentation is just like it is. That, that cell starts burning sugars into alcohols to stay alive. And obviously those alcohols are poisoning the cells next door and doing all kinds of damage. And what the cell does that, it does that basically by taking away antioxidants from the mitochondria. So the mitochondria don't have those antioxidants to run and they're forced to go into the fermentation things to stay alive, right? Well, what happens when you take C60, C60 goes into those senescent cells and turns those mitochondria back onto the Krebs cycle, the oxygen burning cycle. And when those mitochondria turn back on, they send little messages to the nuclear DNA of that cell, and they won't get the right message back. And then those mitochondria cause apoptosis, that's programmed cell death. They basically just blow themselves up and terminate the cell. And so when you take C60, it causes a bunch of apoptosis of senescent cells. So it basically wipes out all your zombie, alcohol, poisonous producing cells, those senescent cells. And then now your body or tissue has less cells then it should. So it sends out messages saying, hey, we need more cells. And that causes stem cell growth. And so that's why you have lots of stem cells to come in to replace those missing cells. That's why like in, in Japanese women, the fine lines and wrinkles went away because they were now stem cells because your skin turns over a lot. And if you don't have enough stem cells to turn the skin over, that's why you get late fine lines and wrinkles because, because you don't have enough stem cells to, to become new skin cells. Well, the stem cells are increased. So now you have enough stem cells to keep your skin thick or regrow your cartilage or, you know, do a dozen other things. Sounds pretty magical, but I know a lot of what you were talking about, I'd like you to put in layman's language, is a natural process. You know, it's just part of growing up, a lot of what you said. So when in that natural process that we're stopping with C60, when is too much? Well, what happens is you basically don't need to take more than a tablespoon because and you take it in the morning, because one C60, if you take too much C60, it does kind of excite things. Everything's working more. And so you can have difficulty sleeping if you take C60 late in the day. So we recommend taking it in the morning. And if you take too much, you get the zoomies. It's like your brain is just really going fast. And you want to go like clean your house or do things. You know, you get this uh, thing where people, that's one of the things like, when you start taking C60, people go and suddenly start cleaning their house or start cleaning the garage or start doing some project that they have been sitting there for a long while. And part of that is the dopamine suppression is gotten rid of. And I could talk about a little bit about that. First, I want to go back and get a, get a sentence from you where you talked about the zombie cells, which I think you're referring to dying cells. Yes, yeah, senescent and cells. And how that whole process works naturally in our body and how sometimes it's good. Yeah, oh, it's supposed to happen. But some, as we get older, it's not happening as efficiently. And the buildup of senescent cells is one of the main reasons for aging. And they've actually found people that take C60 because, you know, usually senescent cells, the telomeres have shortened. So they can't really reproduce. And so at that point, the apoptosis is stepping, but the cell doesn't want to die because it has a little bit of cell. And so it, it goes to that fermentation process. Well, when you're taking C60, it can't do that. And, and then the turnover is there and then your stem cell levels rise. And uh, that's one of the benefits of C60, why, you know, fine lines and wrinkles go away, why cartilage regrows, why a dozen other things, uh, why your, you know, your adrenals go back. We've got a lot of people, they have to get off, they get off their T3, their thyroid medication because their thyroid is not working. So it's really a reparative anti-aging supplement. Yeah, because it's lifting that oxidative burden. It's replacing the missing SOD and catalase. 
that isn't there. Well, C60 is a, a, a mimic of that. So it goes in there, reproduces, replaces those missing essential antioxidants that your mitochondria and the rest of your cell needs to function properly. And once they're replaced, then your cell can function the way it's supposed to be. And then all you get all the benefits of good health from that. Let's talk about one more uh, study. You talked about C60 and a fitness study. It, it was more like a cog. They did one with cognitive, uh, prevented cognitive decline. And it, it also prevented, uh, they did things like the, the human studies, they had like brain cells. I thought there was one that was a physical. Oh, no, that's, that's just what C60 does. Because C60, because C60 doesn't interfere with the body signaling molecules, it, it means it's the only antioxidants you can take, which increases athletic performance. That was shown in the toxicity study, showing that it has no toxicity at any level. And so that people that uh, take C60, people notice this. We have a lot of people that were mid-pack and now are champions in their field that take C60. And by the way, it's not banned by any athletic agency. So we have all of these. And also there's some racehorses in Europe which are taking C60, which we didn't produce, by the way. But they went from mid-pack to winners in their field. So yeah, C60 is known all over uh, to be a, a great increaser in athletic performance. And usually people do it with the MCT oil. Because the MCTs are turned into ketones, which are instant energy source. So uh, they don't have really many studies on, on that. But we have like huge numbers of uh, testimonials from athletes that have made the champions in their field. So what makes your shop C60 different than other C60s? Well, you know, when the C60 market was small, everybody made a quality product, you know, because they and their families used it. Then C60 became popular. And just like the CBD market or anything else, you get all these fly-by-nighters that come in and are selling, well, less than quality C60. Things you should look for, three basic things. You want to get sublimated C60. For those sleeping in chemistry class, sublimation is when a solid turns into a gas and then back into a solid. It's like evaporation. And so basically you take the C60 and production ashes, you put it in the sublimator, heat it up to 400 degrees Celsius, you know, the C60 evaporates, floats to the other side, and that's where you get 99.99% or 98% pure C60. That's naturally, but you know, it's like distillation, sublimation. It produces super high quality pure C60 that has never been exposed to solvents because it's just simply sublimation. A lot of C60 sold out of there is, is purified using solvents, primarily toluene, which is also known as methylbenzene, a NOAA carcinogen. And then they'll use that methylbenzene to purify the C60, and then they start baking off the methylbenzene. If you see oven baked or ESS, or supercharged, or any of those other names for C that's not sublimated C60, what you're dealing with is uh, solvent-produced C60. And even if they bake it off, they'll, they'll always be like a little tiny bit of that methylbenzene in it, which is, uh, you know, it's a solvent, it's toxic, you don't, you don't want it. Basically, that's why you're taking C60 to avoid that stuff. So you want to make sure your C60 is sublimated C60 and 99.99% pure. There's people out there selling you to 99.9% pure. Well, what they're telling you is that 0.1% or that 0.5% is methylbenzene. That's what they're not telling you, but that's what it means. So it's 99.9% pure. It's sublimated C60. You got to make sure it's sublimated. And the second is you want it in a healthy oil. And uh, we put our oil in, and you know, you have to omega-3s and omega-6s, right? You need a proper balance of those. And so things like olive oil, we all know the benefits of Mediterranean diet because it has a really good omega-3 to omega-6 levels. And it's the same way with avocado oil. Avocado oil has that same really good omega-3 to omega-6 balance. And of course, uh, MCT oil or coconut oil is fully saturated oils. And, and so those are just turned into ketones and they don't, uh, they don't do it. Because right now, the, what you don't want to take C60 in is high omega-6 linoleic acid oils. It's the seed oils. We all talk, you all, if you've been in the health business, people talk about them. It's like canola oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, corn oil, and, you know, some other oils out there. These are super high in omega-6s and very low in omega-3s. And, like, our body's designed to have one omega-3 for one omega-6, right? Right now, people with all these uh, these seed oils, they're taking 20, 20 omega-6s to, to omega-1, omega-3s, and that's super inflammatory. In fact, it's one of the leading cause of health problems in today's population, that incredible amount of seed oils, which you probably talked about in other programs. So you don't want to do that. So get, we, And then the other point is there's things like flaxseed oil or hemp oil or fish oil or krill oil. 
those are healthy because they have a really, really high level of omega-3s. Problem is those levels, those oils go rancid really quickly. Never buy a fish oil off the shelf. It has to be refrigerated because you don't know how long that fish oil has been on the shelf. It's probably rancid. Buy it out of the refrigerated section of your health food store, please. And because you don't want rancid oil. So we got the Goldilocks of oils. And then the third, you got to make sure that uh, things are real, that people are telling you the truth. And that's one of the things on all the sides of our boxes. We have a little QR code that goes on the side of our, uh, of our product boxes. And you can just scan your phone in there and you can go and see the certificates of analysis of our oils. Because we have 100% all our uh, organic olive oil, 100% organic olive oil. And you can actually see the certificates of analysis, which show that our, all of our oils are 100% organic. And also when we're done producing our product, we send it to a third party tester who, uh, who goes for microbiologics and also for C60 concentration. So you know your product is safe and effective. You were tricked in the beginning. You're going to make sure other people aren't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So now you know. You know it's safe and effective. And uh, so you don't do that. And it's the same thing because we're in Colorado. We have a lot of the CBD industry. So we're doing the same thing that they do. And uh, so, you know, if, if you're a quality company, you're going to provide your certificates analysis showing the product is what you say it is. And, and the third-party testing afterwards to show that it is safe and effective. I love that you're doing that. That's awesome, Ken. That just makes me feel so good about your product. And also, you know, it's interesting. If you look up Shungi, you'll hear about those solvents as one of the reasons you should only drink Shungi water instead of taking a C60 supplement because natural is better. Yes. And, and that's, you know, they're not, I'm not, we are not the only company out there that, that produces sublimated C60 uses organic oils. And uh, I don't know if we're there. We may be the only one that gives you uh, the certificate of analysis thing. But so it's not like all of them out there, but I just, there's just so many of them. In fact, most of them are using C60 that is from the solvent method and they're not giving you healthy oils. No, I was just bringing it up because I wanted to wrap around back to the EMF because you've told us that it's not about the carbon. You've told us that there's no fullerenes in Shanghai. You've told us that there's no C60 that you can find in Shungite. And now you're telling us that the main reason that the, the Shungite sites say avoid C60 supplements is because they're made from solvents. And so now we've talked about that. Yeah, too. And, and they're also, they don't, the Shungite sites don't tell you that uh, Shungite is full of uh, heavy metals either. And to just to recap on the, going back to the Shungite, as far as that bioenergetic level there isn't any research that you're that you're aware of. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about the. Yeah, I don't see things about uh, the bioenergetic uh, structures. There are things that do have bioenergetics, but uh, I just don't. I just haven't seen any really strong evidence that Shungite has that. And uh, it's just it's just a coal. It's algae coal. It's a rock from the ground. You know what? I bought really expensive Shungite because I wanted to test it and see how it made me feel and if it could block EMF. I'd love to send it to you. So you can find out if there happens to be a fullerene or a C60 in this really, really small, but very pricey rock that I bought. I would be, I would have to destroy that. I can tell you, I tested so much different types of, I tested like the super quality stuff, mm -hmm. the anthracites. I, I just tested various different types of shungite. I couldn't find anything in it. And I can tell you some more about, uh, but, but uh, the C60 products we do have available for people so that uh, they'll have that. So you're not going to test my shungite basically though. Uh, could test it, but I would destroy it. That he wouldn't be worth it. But I tested the call of the, I tested all the different types of Shungai and different methods of extraction. I could find no C60 in any of them. And I just don't want to destroy your nice, expensive piece of Shungai because I'll know what's going to happen. It's going to come back zero and then you're not going to have a nice piece of Shungai anymore. That's okay because I only bought it to try it to see if it was real. Mm. And it didn't really seem to do anything for me. But the way that it sold is the more carbon, the more expensive the Shungai. Well, it's, it's like coal. There's ligite coals, and then there's anthracites. And basically, it's, it's, it's more that's been compressed because shungite is just algae coal. It's carbon, right? It's almost all carbon because it's algae coal. And so when you uh, compress it, so shungite has been like at the bottom of the deposit where it got really compressed and cooked. That's the hardest, blackest stuff because it's more compressed than the stuff on top, which was a little less compressed. And so that's really just, it's this exact same material. It's just the matter of compression and baking that it underwent to, so which makes it harder and darker looking. Interesting. But it's the same. It's pretty much all this chemically the same stuff. Thank you. Thank you for walking me through this. I really trust you. And I, I think it's important that people know 
And then I also think it's important to know how to take C60. And you've talked about the two liquids, but I discovered- There's more. I know, I discovered those, those purple candies. Oh yes, our gummies, which are now, and just we actually- with the bot, the bottle, the box. We also have it. We have a sugar. It's only three grams per gummy, but we also have now a sugar-free gummy. What's in it? It is monk fruit and oleos. Okay. It's sitting in our fulfillment center. We're going to put it up on the website to post. But we have we have off the we have the the uh, sugar-free thing. Uh, so these are really good. Uh, they taste really good. The only probably it's about two thirds of a dose. If you're really young and healthy, maybe get away with one. If you got a little gray hair here. And it's probably two, two gummies a day. Two gummies a day. That's it. So if you're one of those people that buys a jar of vitamin C gummies and polishes it off in two days, you probably ought to get the liquid. Yeah, that's because that's, yeah, because it's, they are tasty. And so it's you have to have good. some self-control. And so basically, you know, a teaspoon, somewhere between a teaspoon and a tablespoon a day is really all you need. And if you're really working on a hard health problem, you might need two tablespoons a day. But we do have other products. We have our... Uh, or C60 Sexy. What is that? That's an edible massage oil. Uh, we have uh, we have an edible massage oil at C60. And also we're going to have uh, some other products coming out here pretty soon. But wait, wait, could we OD on that uh, edible massage oil? Could we? No, you couldn't do that. No, no, There's no. Amount a of little it's... bit in there? How much? No, it's 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 fully saturated C60. No, it's no, you couldn't do it. No, it's fully saturated oil. It's just, uh, no, you couldn't do that. You could rub it all over your body and uh, and you won't over D on it. So. And so as far as massage oil, it's actually maybe even a moisturizing oil. Is that what you're saying? And so you just put it on yourself and, and if you use it every day, you're getting your proper dose of C60? In a month or two, we're going to have some uh, other skincare products for C60, but we'll just keep that. We'll, we'll let you know when that comes out. So there'll be high, super high quality skincare products. I'm sure you had a lot of people's attention when you said hair growth. And so will you be putting, is there going to be some scalp cream or something to promote hair growth? We haven't, uh, we, well, just C60 itself for, for breaths. There's a, there's a company called Azir, which uh, we helped uh, them develop their formulations. And they have, they have like a, basically a formulation of C60 that we have. And then they have the copper peptide that you put, like I'd say, it's an AB thing, right? You put the C60 product in, then you put the copper peptide product. So we helped them develop the, so their, their C60 is a quality product, you know that. And then they have the copper peptide, which is, uh, it's called a zero. And uh, you can look up if you're going to do a healthcare, uh, I mean, a hair care thing that you're rubbing your hair, that's probably what you want to go with. Uh, because we may sometime have one available, but that's what we help develop. And uh, then we know it's a quality product. Great. Thanks for telling us. But you've got skincare on the way. On the way. It'll be here in a month or so. Where can I go to learn more about C60? Because there's, there's still a lot of conflicting information out there. So is there another source? Yes, there's a, a site called whatisc60.org. That's whatisc60.org. And that's actually a, an industry site that's sponsored by us and others, other quality C60 producers. And it'll basically tell you all about the different studies. And because there's only one type of C60 that works, and that's C60 that's been fully dissolved as individual molecules. C60 that comes as a powder that's, that's like, that is uh, nanoparticles of C60, they don't have any physical benefit. They're just particles and you have to have it. C60 has to be dissolved. And so you can go and see, you can see all the human studies and animal studies, positive ones. And you can see the studies of particles of C60 that show that they have no health benefit. And you can see the industry hit pieces sponsored by Big Pharma, where uh, they're trying to sabotage people and, and tell them lies about C60. And why would they do that? Oh, because they can't make money on it. But they can't get too wild because they've actually found that C60, like if you look at a lot of your medicines, it says HCL. And that's hydrochloric acid, so it'll get through your digestive system. They found that they can take medications, put a little ligand on there, link it to C60, and it'll take it through your digestive system, through your stomach acids, and it won't be dissolved. And so they have lots of patents about C60 attached to pharmaceuticals, so they can't get too radical on us. But uh, they can't patent pure C60, which is you know produced in nature. It's a natural substance. And so you can't patent vitamin C. You can't patent vitamin D, right? Because nature makes it. Well, C60 is made by nature, so you can't patent the uh, the C60. And because C60, quite frankly, uh, would take a lot of their customers away if people used it, uh, they generally don't like it. And yes, they have sponsored hit pieces on C60, just like they sponsored hit pieces on all kinds of other, you know, especially generic 
pharmaceuticals that uh, they can't make money on anymore. Just like the telecommunications industry. And I love that you're talking about this, Ken, because part of what I'd love to do at Tech Wellness is separate the myth from the reality when it comes to this very complicated topic. And that's exactly what this site is doing. So a site that's not sponsored by anybody, if it's a group of people who manufacture and probably other scientists, I am so excited to link to that. I think that's going to be so helpful for people and because we need, we need more information and I encourage people to do their own research before they do anything, before they, they buy anything that's supposedly protecting them or helping them. So that's great. Thank you so much for mentioning that. Well, you're welcome. What is the difference between the gummies and the oil? Well, the gummies are actually, we use 100% pure whole coconut oil or get whole organic coconut oil to mix the C60 ed, and then we take that and mix it with, you know, a little bit of pectin and, and a little allulose and all there. So, so, so it's almost a magical process. It took, because it's really hard to mix oil into a gummy. And so it took us almost two years working with a uh, confectionaire guy to, uh, to create our 100% organic kind of gummies. Well, and that brings up another question. Why is it purple? Because the C60 dissolved in a clear substance like MCT coconut oil is purple. So it's not a dye. This is not a purple dye. No, no, this is purple. C60 itself is purple. So we dissolved it like, you know, MCT coconut oil is completely clear. And when you dissolve it in, uh, in, in C60, C60 turns it purple. Like in, in avocado and olive oil, when it's uh, dissolved in that, it's kind of like tan and purple, turns it like a dark amber color. But it's clear. So when you're looking at your C60, it's either a clear purple or it's a clear, dark amber. If you're getting some C60 product, like I won't mention the name, it's all like black, like ink. There's no C60 in that product. And uh, it's just activated charcoal. A lot of people do that. They put like activated charcoal in oil that's totally black as ink. And then they claim, oh, it's C60. No, they're lying to you. They're just fraudsters. That's another, that's a group that sells stuff. But a lot of people, like if they sell, somebody's telling you like a C60 powder, it it is... It, it has no efficacy at all. Even if there was C60 in that, it's it's particles of C60. They're actually inflammatory and they will just go right through you and you will get no benefit from them. So there's just all kinds of uh, scammers out there that uh, that's, that have products with no C60 in them. and uh, Or the delivery method is no way you're ever getting any benefit. So you got to be careful. It's, it, C60 can't be supercharged or ESS or any of those things. C60 is just a single pure C60 molecules dissolved in a healthy oil. That's the only type of C60 that has any benefit for it. Thank you for pointing out how we can be more discerning. That's another important topic when it comes to EMF. I tell people, don't go to an EMF site that's selling you chips or necklaces. If you do, you'll know not to trust anything on that site. And there's a huge site about EMF that really makes most of its money promoting necklaces and chips. And so I really love that we can have easy discernment to find the right thing. Those will not help you. Right. Yes, I could tell you that right, right now. And so we have another question, which is, how does C60 help your skin? Avocado oil is probably the best oil for skin because uh, one of the things with MCT oil, it's uh, it, it can kind of uh, can clog your pores because of its different structure a little bit, but for some people it's okay. Uh, but avocado oil, it's easily digested. And what makes it just absorb the C60 will be absorbed through your skin into your skin cells. And then once the sh your skin cells get C60, then they can perform it. It's, and it's faster because they did like human skin cells. They, uh, they put, they had them in a test tube, right? And uh, they gave one set got C60, basically just topically. Those their skin cells, right? And the other didn't. They exposed them to UV radiation. And the, uh, the human skin cells that had the C60 were resistant to the damage from UV radiation. So like it's, it's you know, obviously you just still need a skin. If you're going out in the full sun, you still need like a, a sunscreen. But one of the things is if you do get sunburn and put C60 on all over that sunburn and you'll notice the redding, the swelling and the inflammation will go away really quickly. And chances are you're not going to peel. So it'll prevent the peeling if you get it wrong. And the same with like, uh, like mosquito bites, you get a mosquito bite and it's itching, right? Put C60 on it a good amount. And about 20 minutes later, the itching will go away. And does that have a histamine effect? Yes, it does. They actually found that C60 with human mast cells moderated the release of histamines. So that with human skin cells. And that's, uh, yeah, on our website, you can see all of the studies with humans or with human, you know, cells. 
but a little three letter agencies say, can't say we can't do that. So that's why you need to go to what is c60.org. So you can get the human studies, the animal studies, the good, the bad, and the corporate scale. So good. And let's clear up a myth before it's propagated. And that would be this one. So if it can prevent sun damage, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, put this all over your skin and then the wireless radiation is blocked. No, C60 will not block white. C60, because it's an antioxidant, can neutralize the oxidative radicals created by, you know, radiation but they're not going to block the radiation in and of themselves. Okay, Ken, thank you so much. Thank you for talking about Shanghai. I really appreciate that. And again, it's because when I found C60, I avoided it because I had researched so much about Shanghai. So it's so great to clear up the confusion. They are two completely different things. One's a rock, one's an actual molecule that does something. And by the way, there isn't C60 in Shanghai that you personally have found? No, I've, I, I did extensive testing to see if I could extract it and I found zero. It's good to know. Thank you so much, Ken. And we'll talk after I take the C60 for six months. Let you know how I feel. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. I hope you loved it. If you do like what you've heard, leave us a review and subscribe to the show. For more tools and information to help you achieve mindful living in a digital world and navigate those tech toxins, follow Tech Wellness on all the usual social media channels and head over to techwellness.com for resources, videos, solutions, and so much more. I'm August Bryce. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, be well. Be well.